0: Hey. Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith. And with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And with us in the studio today, our Matt Bailey impersonator, Mike Paulshock. Hello. What's up?
1: Nothing. Uh what about you?
0: <laughs> uh and um how about you,
2: Kate? Um, I ate my tongue.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. True. <laughs> so w-
1: chillin' LOL? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: cool. Um well listeners out there might be freaking
1: out.
2: Because I ate my tongue.
0: Because you ate your tongue.
1: And use hashtag film friends, hashtag Kate's tongue <laughs> to talk about the trending topic of her tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
2: please.
0: Um but you might have noticed the obvious thing that matt bailey isn't with us today <laughs> and we have our good friend our intern our uh former art director <laughs> um Can holiday help? expert uh young oh. young young man expert
1: <laughs> it is a holiday i'm a young man <laughs> expert. scooby-doo expert okay. it is a holiday i guess oh it is, it is. Yeah, is. yeah yeah fitting
0: um, and happy Thanksgiving to everybody.
2: Happy Thanksgiving, gobble gobble.
1: Happy Turkey Day, happy Thanksgiving, gobble gobble. <laughs>
0: um, hashtag Kate's tongue.
2: <laughs> hashtag Kate's tongue.
0: Um, but yeah, you might be you might be noticing that Bailey isn't with us. We actually have no idea where he is. So uh, also another hashtag thrown there. Hashtag where in the world is Matt Bailey? If you have any ideas of where he is, please tweet at us. Please hit us up on Instagram. If you could catch a picture of him, that will give you five points.
1: <laughs> did you say he's no longer with us before?
2: <laughs> yeah, he did. I was um, gonna question that
0: too. Yeah. Well, uh, there's like rumors out there that we never leave the studio. We all live together. Um. So. I th- You know, he's no longer with us right now. No No longer longer with us right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's the hashtag.
1: He's no longer with us right now. (laughs) Hashtag Kate's Um,
2: tongue. I would love if a listener would compile all of Mike's previous and current titles.
1: Yikes.
0: Yeah, I would love that, too. (laughs) Um, So why don't
1: you make a compilation of all the haze and just (laughs) how they get longer and longer and longer. Yep. Um,
0: Cool. Well, episode one. Zero seven. In one hundred and seven BC, uh, the uprising of Samarcas against Mithridates.
2: Oh, hot!
0: In the Bosporian Kingdom occurred.
2: Oh, I love the Bosporians. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I, I knew that actually. I was gonna. I was yeah. Gonna
0: tell you, but. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you to it.
2: The mighty, mighty Bosporians. Um,
0: <laughs> so not much happening in one hundred and seven BC, but in one hundred and seven AD. An Indian ambassador is received by Trojan in the Roman Empire.
2: How, like, in receiving? In their, sh- like, receiving and shipping department? Yeah,
0: they yeah. just, they, they unpacked him, and <laughs> there he is, an Indian ambassador. <laughs>
1: I'm glad they waited till Anno Domini. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, And don't forget, it's the first year of the Yongchu era in the Chinese Eastern Han Dynasty. Hmm. So Yongchu begins, and we'll see when it ends, you know.
1: It's the reason for the season.
0: Who's going to end first, Film Friends podcast or Yongchun era? Stay tuned.
2: (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) All right, so (laughs) 107 is also, so bear with me, I do not understand what this means. Um, It's the 107% rule in Formula One sporting regulation.
0: Racing. Racing. Vroom, vroom. You can't, go, you can't go faster than 107%, I think. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, so it is the atomic number of Borium.
1: Ah, one of my favorites.
2: It's so Borium. And it's the emergency number of Argentina and Cape Town.
1: The emergency number? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? 911-107? Yes. Yeah.
2: But it's the number for just the police in Hungary.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> Absolutely nothing.
0: <laughs> that will be one of those situations, though, that you find yourself in Hungary one day You're like, in oh, an emergency shit, and you need to call the police.
1: <laughs> oh, how do I find the episode? Matt Bailey was gone. We couldn't find him. Um, uh, Look up the hashtags. Quick.
2: Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Kate's tongue. Quick. What Ah, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Yongchun era. Um, cool. Well, yeah.
1: Welcome Welcome into the studio, Mike. Thank you. Uh, this is my 107th time on the
2: show. I think <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: true. It's great. Thank you guys for having me back so often. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We love you. And happy love Thanksgiving to uh, all the listeners out there. Um, in yeah, America. E- e- in America. If you're in Canada,
1: oh. I think it's in early October, actually. Oh, really? I think so. Interesting.
2: I mean, it makes sense. This is our th- American's Thanksgiving.
1: Damn right. Best country in the world.
2: (laughs) Because like when you go to other countries, they don't celebrate it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) U.S.A.
1: U.S.A. Cool. Uh,
0: Well, you know what? I'll I'll start off by saying, you know what? I'm thankful for all our haters.
2: Oh, thank you, haters. We are thankful for you.
0: Mm -hmm. And speaking of the haters, uh, point of business at the top here. The T-shirts have been shipped.
2: They flew the coop.
0: They flew the coop. Um we made sure we had the best quality, best design. So, thanks again to Taylor Madison for designing our t shirts. And then, and good morning. The great people at Awesome Dudes Printing, South Philadelphia, for doing
1: a real good job on the t shirts.
2: And we made sure to kiss every single one of them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I saw one in real life and I can confirm it looks really, really good. Nice. Thank so, you. if you haven't bought one, do you have any leftover that people could still buy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Go buy they're, one. they're
0: going fast, though. Oh.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. What sizes to... are left? <laughs> sizes. We have co- We have every... Two smalls.
0: We have two smalls. <laughs> we have every size available still. Yeah. But they're going fast. <laughs> but they're going fast.
1: Um, so buy one. Yeah. What is it? Filmfriends.bigcartel.com? Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. Am a yeah. ah. social media expert?
3: <laughs> well, we gave that away already.
1: Um,
0: but also those who ordered early in the pre-sale got a little extra something, something they in their did. packages. Um, so, uh, look out for a little extra something, something. I'm making a note for you guys to tell me what that is. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, and also other business at top that we need to address before we jump into this exciting episode. I think this is an episode we've been sitting on for a little while, but we'll get to that. One more order of business here. Um, last couple of weeks we've been talking about a dog. Mm-hmm. That dog's name is Clifford. Um.
2: So we asked everyone an important question via the Instagram, and we said, Clifford gets big or stays big?
1: See, I was here for the inception of this. I th- it, it's, it's my understanding that he stays big.
2: That was my perception of it so
1: my thoughts were
0: always that he starts out little gets big and then shrinks again and then like every book he causes a ruckus and then they shrink like he's the hulk
2: like he hulks out (laughs) and then shrinks back down (laughs) pretty much so 31 percent says gets big 69 percent says stays big
1: Mm. would love to know more about it but there's no way of knowing so somebody hit us
0: up Yes. Gave us a little insight. You know, didn't give us the exact answer.
2: Santizo.
0: Santizo. <laughs> Want to take that one again? <laughs>
2: he, someone else help me with this. Santiz yeah, Santizo. Yeah, Santizo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Our boy Santizo. Um, <laughs> hit us up and gave us a little hint to listen to the Clifford the Big Red Dog opening theme song. And it might give us a couple hints on what happened. So. Thank for your, you. For your listening pleasure right now, we're going to play the Clifford, the Big Red Dog opening theme. Hi,
1: my name is Emily Elizabeth, and this is Clifford, my Emily. Big Red
0: us friend
2: Thanks, Alex Santizo. I found your first name.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, they pretty much spell it out right there for you that the dog's owner loves him so much that Emily Emily. causes him to blow up to like gigantic Mm. proportions.
1: It sounds like a lot. It sounds a lot like when the Grinch's heart grows by three sizes that day, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I want to see the story where she questions her love or loses love and to see if he starts to shrink.
3: I don't think that, <laughs> I don't
0: think that
2: uh, That's fucked up. I don't <sighs> want to see
0: I'll it. I'll be the one to write it. So, um,
1: Alex Santizo, if you're listening, are you related to Norman Bridwell, the creator and author of Clifford the Big Red Dog series? <laughs> I would love to know. Please, l- yeah, let, please us know. let us know. Use though. hashtag Kate's tongue. <laughs> yeah, use
2: hashtag my tongue.
1: Um, cool. Well, I'm glad we got,
0: you know, kind of into it. Uh, I'm still not... Still not sold. That—that's what happened. <laughs> after the canon theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, gotta see it. So, Got, gotta talk to Alex Bridwell
1: or whoever wrote it. Well, Norman, but <laughs> Norman. His, maybe his nephew <laughs> Alex. So.
2: Um, thank you for letting us know. Yeah. Also, I want to browse back to the T-shirts real quick because we skipped over the fact that my sticker game strong on sending out the packages. A mm-hmm. so, Little humble brag. Um, please appreciate my work. Thank you.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, cool. So I think that is all the business we have at the top. Um, now, uh, I mentioned that this is one we've been sitting on for a little while. So our guest host tonight has been throwing this one around a little bit. Um, and you know, we thought let's take advantage of it. Let's, uh, let's knock it out while Bailey's uh, MIA. Um, which
1: is tough because i feel like it's somebody he'd really like to talk about i know
0: Um, and and i think uh, so for this one we watched we watched three movies actually we're only going to like deep dive into two the official review we'll talk about one we'll talk about the other one um but we're going to do you know the normal normal setup here um but i do agree there's two movies that we did watch with a lot of young kids and we know bailey's a little kid lover oh. <laughs> the way
2: you said that
1: is that why he's missing
2: yes he would got he's, he would be too into it he's on
1: the lamb.
0: um he would have been into it but we'll we'll get his thoughts on um our film friend and possibly if he's seen the movies uh post haste <laughs> um <laughs> okay. I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what that means but uh, i think you just broke yeah, yeah. so i'm gonna th- grab the ball uh, the Sixers are on right now, so I've been holding it the whole time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do uh, around the back, through the legs, bop it on my head over to Mike so he could tell us who he chose for this week's film, friends, is and that,
2: why. I that, think I blacked out while that happened. Is <laughs> that
1: airbud style? Yeah, Bud style. <laughs> yeah, Air Bud style. All right, cool. Well, there's no rule in the rulebooks. This dog can't play basketball. So. <laughs> uh, I chose Matthew Raymond Dillon, a.k.a. Matt Dillon. Um, I wanted to try and do all like childhood badass Matt Dillon movies, but mm-hmm. when I looked it up All of the movies he's in as a youngster are great All the ones he's in as an oldster are not so great So we ended up doing an old one and a young one, but um I think it also, you guys did like a movie that Kevin Dillon was in on like an Alicia Silverstone episode yes. or something maybe.
2: Oh no, that was the other one. I forget what it was. Kevin it was like, Dillon. It was like a
1: carnival movie. Yeah, it was True
0: Crime. True Crime. it was called, yeah. Yeah, but okay. that was... And we also did Platoon where Kevin Dillon was in as well. these are
2: both Kevin Dillon movies. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mike, Mike, I mean but they're we brothers. Did do <laughs> a Matt, we did do a
2: Matt Dillon movie. We did huh. um, To Die For. The Huh. Nicole Kidman one. Oh, uh,
0: we're, okay. I looked at his filmography before this, and I thought, damn, I've only seen him in Crash, but I stand corrected. Really? He did do To Die For.
1: You've seen Drugstore Cowboy? No. no. You've seen The Outsiders? No. No,
0: I did see There's Something About Mary.
1: You've seen Something so About Mary? I also watched Singles recently. He's in Crash. He's in You, Me, and Dupree? Mm-mm.
2: No, I literally have only seen Rumble mm-hmm. Fish, To Die For, and Crash. And well, the ones that we did.
1: one of those movies we're going to talk about a little bit later. But um, yeah, he's a writer... And a director, he directed it and wrote the movie City of Ghosts, which mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but it's from <laughs> like 2000, 2001 or something Sounds like that, like maybe. Sounds like a movie we would have done. Yeah, right? Uh, but yeah, no, I, just, I figured Matt Dillon would be a good one, good one to do, so here we go. And
0: why do you have a connection to him?
1: I think he's just a cool childhood actor. I really like, like, he did The Outsider's Rumble Fish and Over the Edge, which are three movies that I saw. Like I, I had to like seek them out to watch them. They're like hard to find, besides the outsiders, obviously. But they were hard to find, so I tracked them down, and I kind of like became. They're kind of culty, I guess, mm-hmm. a little bit. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I really like them a lot. So, thought he'd be a good film friend. He's like a little off the beaten path, but he's still pretty mm-hmm. approachable. So, right. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: How do you feel about him before we dive in?
2: Um. Before this. Yeah, yeah. Like, began, what's your
0: experience before we, we um, dove into him this I week?
2: Thought that they were all the same person.
1: He's got like a couple siblings.
2: Yeah, I didn't realize that they were like different people until very recently.
0: That like there are times like we've reviewed at least two Kevin Dillon movies. Could be more. He's somebody who kind of just sneaks
1: in there. Which is funny because I feel like Matt is such a bigger. He's a
0: bigger actor. Right. But like we also review a ton of terrible movies and (laughs) I tend to think Kevin Dillon, you find him in those a little more. But then I
2: realized that Kevin Dillon has a vastly different nose
1: yeah interesting
2: um but that's pretty much i'm like oh he's a one of the brothers that's my whole thing
1: i feel like matt Dillon is kind of seen more as like a like not a serious actor i feel like he's in comedies and people see him as like not a very good actor but again i feel like his childhood work was really really good and then it kind of tails off in later years
0: so
2: classic child star actor
0: i've already mentioned i've only seen him in like two movies before Mm -hmm. we reviewed these three or watched these three but, like, in those two movies, well, the one I can't recall him in, but the there's something about Mary I love him in, and I think he's great in it, actually. Yeah. And he's older in that.
1: That's, like, mid-'90s, I yeah. want to say. Uh,
0: yeah, maybe late-'90s. Late 90s. Actually, I don't know when it not is. really sure. Mid to late-'90s. Um, but he's great in it, and he's, I guess, older. Um, but what was cool about this, watching some of his younger roles, is how good he is when he is young And my only experience is there's something about Mary where I thought he was great. So, like, I know the perception of him is, like, he's not a great actor. He's always in these kind of shitty roles. But, like, my experience with him is, like, damn, it's pretty good.
1: I also rewatched that movie Singles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody I used to work with, like, five or six years ago told me to watch Singles. It's that Cameron Crowe movie that he did after Almost Famous. It's, like, during the grunge era in Seattle. Um, and he's in that as like a rock star He's almost like He reminds me of Brendan Fraser from uh, Airheads, Airheads A little yeah. bit Where he's like the rocker guy but I feel
0: like it plays into his strengths it, though
1: Yeah He's not great in it no. But it's like You know that's I feel like that's kind of roles that he gets That's what know, he's like, typecasted yeah. as yeah, yeah
2: I feel like that was like One of the movies we we're gonna review is His first ever role Yeah for And sure. I think that's kind of what he's typecasted yeah. as Moving yeah. forward Just defined by that first role
1: but it's funny. He like I think he directed a video for Dinosaur Junior at one point. I don't know if it was based off of that role in Singles, but he mm-hmm. directed a video for Dinosaur Junior uh, off that album Beyond, I think. So really? I think that was yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, that's kind of uh, cool. I'm assuming that that had something to do with it, but I I really don't know. That's hmm. Cool.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, he seems like a cool dude. I don't know anything about him personally. Obviously, Kate will teach
1: us. But like, hopefully, I didn't take up any of your facts.
2: No you're good
1: nice. I'm gonna throw one more out there then If oh, that's Please cool. do it He was on The Simpsons Oh, oh. I saw I, that I wanna see how many of your Like it would be an interesting deep dive Listeners go find yeah. out How many of the previous film friends Have been on The Simpsons oh. I feel like there can't be yeah. That many It's mm. like a pretty prestigious crew uh, Yeah Whoopi Oh Had to have been uh, Whoopi's for sure on there. Yeah that's true I can almost picture it
0: Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can almost picture
0: it I mean Whoopi it. has an EGOT So she's done yeah. everything Yeah true <laughs> Um Cool. Well, I feel pretty good about jumping in now that we kind of established uh, where we were with Matt Dillon, where we are right now, I guess, too. Um, Mike, I'm (laughs) going to throw it back over to you.
1: I like your kind of like meandering (laughs) (laughs) words tonight. It's great. Um,
0: Which one do you want to review first?
1: Let's just do the, let's do Over the Edge. Okay, cool. Uh, Good choice. Over the Edge.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, so we are talking about the 1979 masterpiece, Over the Edge. Mike, take it away.
1: Over the Edge. Matt Dillon's first movie in which a group of children take over a town where their parents want real estate money, and there's a rec center, and... and, Hilarity ensues. <laughs> oh, nice. Yo, there's a phrase that Bailey always says chaos, just, chaos ensues. Chaos ensues. Yeah, yeah, straight up
0: chaos doesn't. <laughs> this, this movie
2: is straight up chaos <laughs> ensuing.
0: But uh, it's great. Good synopsis. It and was. honestly, there's not much that's more. what this movie is. And there's not too many set locations. There's not much else other than it's set in New Granada. New I think is the town yeah, and right. is that in California or is it in Nevada
1: so it was filmed in Colorado but I think it's there was it's like based off the actual events from Foster City California which is like the San Francisco suburbs mm. they they shout they reference a lot
0: of Nevada towns so they Maybe talk about a lot of people moving from Las Vegas to there oh, okay and, and that when they have that party at that kid's house they're like where are your parents at oh they're in Reno okay so I think it's like one of those desert towns in nevada that they're it's like a pre-planned development Are they like house.
2: close in prox? like they're easy to get to from each other right because they're both on the west coast so it makes sense that it would also be just like a place they could be in california yeah yeah it's it's like it like could a, be
0: either yeah. one but it's it's basically one of those deserted areas mm-hmm. where real estate people
1: just said let's plop a community right here. a way to like suburban sprawl right like exactly. capitalize on that i guess um there's like a role in the beginning that says in 1978, 110,000 kids under 18 were arrested for crimes of vandalism in the United States. This story is based on the true incidents occurring during the 1970s in a planned suburban community of condominiums and townhomes where city planners ignored the fact that a quarter of the population was 15 years old and younger. So that's, that's mm. literally the plot. Yeah, <laughs> it
2: is back to front. I mean, Mike said something to us before we even watched the movie that, Something that's cool about the movie is that they're actually like 14. Yeah.
1: 15 actors. Yeah. Matt Dillon's 14 in it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he did, he wasn't even planning on becoming an actor. He just like saw this as a chance to take a day off school. And they're like, oh, damn, this kid's good. He's got like Mm -hmm. raw energy. Let's put him as the role. Yeah.
0: That's what this movie does so well. And it puts you right there because. The kids are kids. It feels they're, real. They, it it does. feels so real. These kids are 14, 15, 16 years old and like doing things that kids would be doing if left unattended. Yeah. Like without any parent parental direction. I or think with a
2: little bit of like. They're, it's definitely heightened, I think.
0: It's a little bit, but I mean, when they're hanging out, the, the characters we follow are heightened for sure, yeah. but. But you know, there Mike mentioned there's a rec center, which is great. It's just this like
2: pool, pool hall, what?
0: airplane hangar. There's an airplane yeah. outside. I didn't understand that, but where they just
1: they just hang out. And
2: there's like a counselor there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But
1: you know, they're doing a lot of drugs. Shout out God's Mountain Rec Center in Palo Alto, Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out God's Mountain. Where anybody I'm, who
1: under- understands that. Yeah. I don't know. Something that's a rec (laughs) center where
0: uh, we spent a lot of time as young 14 year olds. (laughs)
2: Um, So I think, um, as we said, because they're actually teenagers in this movie, like of the age that they're playing, it actually, I thought, made the adult actors feel like they were acting. Do you know what I mean? Like, the juxtaposition between the kids and the adults. Mm, They're like, oh, these kids are doing so well. They're just being kids. They're, like, hanging out. They're doing a good job. And when you saw the parents, like, ooh, it really feels like they're acting. And it's kind Mm. of annoying.
0: Well, aren't all parents acting in a way? (laughs) Ooh, love it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so uh, another good thing that I think this movie does really well is it's, like, I guess it's set in 1979 or late, but it does have that good, like, Oh, it is the end of 70s and it's approaching the 80s, mm-hmm. especially with like the way they talk, their style, the way like yeah, the ho- they, these are new houses. So they kind of like make it look like that time frame like perfectly, too.
2: Also, the I think the drugs that they use mm-hmm. also timestamp it a little bit, too. Oh.
1: I mean, I th- when you guys say that it's heightened, I think kids in the 70s were actually like this yeah. wild, too. Yeah, like, yeah, I, don't, I don't think been. it's that heightened. Um I found a Vice article from 2009 that, like, got a lot of the cast and crew back together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the director said, like, it was pretty much... He, like, kind of let him run wild for a lot of it. Like, I think um, Matt Dillon said he was, like, method acting before he knew what method acting was. But he was, like, the director was calling him Marlon on set to act like Marlon Brando. And he was saying that, like a lot of them were so like green they didn't really know what they were doing yet so he would literally like to get the eyeline right he would tape a twenty dollar bill to his head and say like look at me above the camera <laughs> and then when you're done you can have the twenty dollar bill uh, if you do it right oh, like that's it was so, yeah it was crazy and they, they, i mean they'd be like shouting fuck you like, it, yeah. was, it was truly wild on set but like, it
0: makes it natural that's why i feel like it seems so real yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely well i meant more wild like Matt Dillon's wearing, like, a weed belt buckle. They're drawing weed on yeah. the whiteboards and chalkboards. Every, like, almost, like, every conversation they have, there's, like, an emphasis on smoking weed to the point where I felt like that was, I felt, like, a little heightened. Yeah, but, but stories mean, from yeah. Seth, the kids I mean, were 14 be. and
1: rode their bikes to a porno theater the one day. Like, <laughs> yeah. they were literally, like, wild I kids. I mean,
2: I could understand it. I just, like, it's just, I guess it's the point of the movie, too, right? It's supposed to be shocking.
1: Yeah. True. Sergeant's name is Doberman, which I and think is really uh, funny. Yeah, <laughs> and they, call them, oh, they call him Sergeant Dog <laughs> yeah. a couple times.
2: Yeah, I, one of my notes is literally just these kids love weed. They <laughs> love weed. So weed what hash,
0: I, LSD. <laughs> what I do have to the one comment that I don't understand is like, obviously the police are aware of like the youth problem. There's definitely an issue and a problem here with like the mm-hmm. kids. Like they're just wild and running amok, but they really only have one cop assigned to it and it's Sergeant Doberman and like Mm -hmm. he's kind of like an asshole but you gotta think of his predicament too like it's basically just him trying to tame a fourth of the population of this town which are all like 14 year old guys and g- little kids and that's like but it's
1: very systemic too. Carl's dad kind of gets it at the end where he's just like you're treating these kids like they're not a part of this community mm-hmm. so they're acting out right and then he's like you're trying to sell these houses for profit which is only pissing the kids off more because yeah. like, they don't want to ha- they don't want to be uprooted and like mm-hmm. leave this town you're shutting down this one rec center the only thing they have to do so it's mm-hmm. like the kids are feeling like they're being caged, so they're acting out. Mm-hmm. But like no, but nobody really gets it except Carl's dad until the yeah. very end. They're all mm-hmm. in it for profit, and the schools are all trying to like, well, I guess the one woman from the rec center gets yeah. it too. But the one teacher speaks up, and he's like, you don't deal with these kids on a daily basis. They're wild, and like his yeah. dad has to be like, "All right, well, you're treating them like they're a caged animal." Like, and
0: the the teacher's response to someone acting out in class is sending them to the botany box, <laughs> which, which is and sick. having
2: them list all the type of plants <laughs> which, in it. Which, which I would have loved that as a punishment. Sick! I would
0: have loved being <laughs> in would science class. that a great punishment. And having te- a teacher. What happens? I'd never heard of this. If this is a thing, he. You know, one of the main characters, Carl, who I I actually love, Carl in this movie. Carl, he's
1: like, yeah, he's the he's like the rich kid who's kind of entitled, but kind of rebels anyway. Yeah, but he likes he rides for his for his uh, (laughs) bad
3: boys.
2: (laughs) Well, he's he's definitely the one that's like the good kid that wants to be bad and then ends up really getting into yeah, it yeah getting too deep into yeah it. but
0: at one point he's like not paying attention or acting out in class and science teacher says oh, go back to, to the botany, botany, box. botany box which is just this big box of plants and he has to name them all but like i was <laughs> just like what kind of punishment
1: is that i, I love was, that yeah, punishment it's so cool. cool um I thought that Matt Dillon rocked a five o'clock shadow better at fourteen Yo. than I can right now. Yo, yeah. Which was intimidating. He had and a
0: great mustache and shadow. The belly shirt. Was I was gonna sick. say his
2: crop top and his mesh tank top.
0: So here's the thing with the crop top. I thought, okay, that's just one shirt. It's he's not he never got rid of it. Yo, it's his wardrobe. Like he has it in he, many he different wore, colors. That's his look. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he wore like I think a, the first time we see him was like a black crop top with a vest. It's like a quilted vest. Okay. And then later we see him in a mesh tank top. But it's like <laughs> to his meets his belt buckle. Yeah. And then in the final scene we see him in a navy blue crop top. So this kid just rocks the belly button. Damn right Hardcore.
1: he does. Hardcore. I felt very 70s when I was watching this because I was doing laundry and I ran out of underwear. So I had to go commando under my jeans. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, I felt like part of the New Granada community. And honestly. You, you
0: pulled out your weed belt buckle. <laughs> yeah. Drop
1: the tab of LSD and watch the movie No Um, Yeah I don't know It was pretty awesome
0: It also does something like every story When you introduce a gun early on Of course it's going to show up But what this does is it like Focuses on the gun A lot and Mm -hmm. I kind of like that It becomes like Such a central object that you know Like yo something is going to happen Really bad with this gun
1: I saw that the scene of uh, Corey was her name yeah. Like dancing and air guitaring with the gun was like improvised. She was just supposed to like yeah. hold it and waggle it around. I really? also thought
0: that was really good at that, that point. Cool I was like, damn, yeah. she's like a really she's a good writer. actor right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the kids are like, for I guess being really green, it, I don't know. The, it seems pretty natural. Um,
1: um, I'd like to shout out the soundtrack. There was. Oh, Ooh, the soundtrack's soundtrack's great. so good. I think the movie is like a cult. Thing. so I think it like was film it was like shown in theaters in like LA and New York and in small indie theaters mm-hmm. and like didn't get a fair shot in theaters which is a bummer because it's a really good movie that kind of got forgotten for a long time and it was really hard to find but I think it kind of came back because of the soundtrack I think it's got like it's got a couple songs by the cars cheap trick didn't have a single out yet so this movie helps like skyrocket them it's got Van Halen Jimi Hendrix and it's got teenage lobotomy by the Ramones which is cool but I also think like there's there's that quote uh, a kid who tells on another kid is a dead kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think like a couple bands have used that as song titles. Too. So oh, that's like, oh.
0: such like an mm-hmm. emo yeah. uh,
1: line to steal from. I think the legacy of the band or the legacy of the movie like lives on through like
2: oh absolutely
1: punk bands. I mean bands.
2: the fact that they say they said that they were gonna have a picnic with a gun has to be in a song somewhere True. like
1: oh and I think. Kurt Cobain was like heavily in inspired by this movie. Like I think it was sense. like the basis for, oh, really? uh, for the Smells Like Teen Spirit video. That makes sense. Ah, yeah, okay. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. That <laughs> makes too much sense, actually.
2: Yeah, it does. Um, I think one of my favorite lines in the movie is from Carl about uh, Matt Dillon's character, where he says, the first thing he ever said to him was, hi, I'm Richie White. I'm on probation. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so funny.
0: So we need to talk about what happens. So spoiler alert if you're interested in checking out this movie. Um, but you kind of see it coming, I don't know, halfway through, you know something's gonna go, uh, gonna happen, especially when, when the gun gets introduced and they're always playing around with that. So what happens is they kind of get deep into it and at one point, uh, Matt Dillon and the other main character steal a car and they're, you know, riding away and they have the gun and they have weed and they're just kind of being rebellious. And Sergeant Doberman um, tracks them down and, you know, they start to run. And Matt Dillon's character points the gun at Sergeant Doberman and and the cop shoots him and kills him. Yeah. Um, so then that causes, you know, a, a big thing in the community because then that finally forces them it sucks but it finally forces all the parents to try to get together with um is he the principal that one character I think he's,
1: he's like a like maybe community
0: like, leader yeah. or something or like mayor or something yeah, like. yeah, yeah but I
1: don't think he is the mayor I don't know what he is because he's
0: meeting with like the business people for real estate in the town. But then he's also at the
1: school. When he's at the school, he's giving the big speech where he's just like, none of you parents are here. None of you care about your kids. He's like, what we're trying to do is we're trying to raise these property values, which then is when Carl's dad is like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like
0: so. um, So, yeah. So then that causes them to get together and try to figure out a solution for the youth and that's when all this discussion on what the real problem comes in and while they're in the school at this like i guess it's like a pta meeting um the kids rebel and lock them into the and just like cause havoc out in the parking lot
2: which i think is an awesome it's almost like a protest yeah
1: People are shooting cars. The cars are exploding and catching the cars next to them on fire. Mm. It's nuts. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild. Crazy. It's chaos. They literally really like
2: is. break into the <clears throat> police um, car and remove the guns and start shooting them everywhere.
1: But then in true like kid fashion, they're like, all right, this has gone kind of far enough. We're kind of bored. Like We did our thing. Like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Right.
0: So I love the kid Johnny who basically no. skates Mike on a skateboard the whole Johnny. time.
1: He's my favorite character. The yeah. whole movie. He's a mute. He's so like there's no so is he mute? a mute? Yeah, there's like the scene I did where I pick up on that So there's the scene where Carl can't go home because he's now like wanted by the cops because he was oh, part of like he was an to That murder so he's calling from that abandoned house and He's like Johnny tap twice if it's you t- like twice for yes one for no mm-hmm. Um, Yo, I was wondering why does
0: he have him tapping right now? I did not pick up on that because yeah. then at the end when Johnny's the one who lets the teachers and the parents and everything out, but he doesn't say a word. And I'm like, it's right. really, <laughs> other kids kids are really <laughs> quiet. <laughs> um,
1: um, yeah. Matt Dillon's character is, is dead, but at the end he like didn't want to miss out on the fun and the bashing of the car. So they get, they were like, all right, we'll let you do it. So they dressed him up as like a different character and let him loose in the oh, background. When they're all just really? oh, stuff. Really? That was like that was like a bargaining chip because he was like, "Oh man, I want to have, fun. I want to like smash some of these cars." That's so, they, like, so they funny. Oh, dude, wild.
0: I would love to be a part of that <laughs> type of scene even now yeah. at my age. Like, imagine smashing cars and that kind of stuff would be like just. I don't know loose. if I'd be
2: into it.
1: Oh, it'd be so. Yeah, be <laughs> it'd be fun. It was really funny, too. I think one of the things that, like, kind of, tur- like, Carl is amidst all of the chaos and stuff, mm. and then he sees someone riding away on Richie's bike with that, like, crazy-ass oh, pen in. The flag that says yeah, Richie? the pen The pennant's yeah, sick.
2: Pen sick. I love that. But I feel
1: like that's when he's, like... What are, like he th- we like lost track of what we're doing like all right yeah. oh, if definitely. someone's gonna steal up,
2: Richie's like. bike like it's over right like, exactly. no one has respect for why we're here anymore right. and
0: that's where Carl stands out the whole movie like even at the party. He's the one who, like, says something to Corey, who's, like, the main girl in the movie. Like, hey, you could be doing so much better. What are you doing with this guy? Like, he's always the one who's kind of grounded. The voice of reason. Mm -hmm. The voice of reason. And which is cool that his dad is the voice of reason among the adults, too.
1: It's funny that he and his dad beef, though, too. At one point, he, like, comes home to get some money from his house when he's, like, not living at home. And his dad calls his mom. And he's like, you probably wish I fucking got shot, too, don't you, dad? Like, they're, they're beefing hard, but, like... They're almost fighting the same fight. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they really are. I think they just... Of course, they know their father and son, but they also see them as a representation of the bigger whole. He sees him as the leader of the adults and vice versa.
2: Absolutely. Um, But I also feel like they touch on some things lightly that are done well. Like we talked about um, the police officer, Doberman, right, and how he has to corral all these children. Well, he's also like, if you just focus in on his storyline he's just like an escalation of madness Right? Oh, he's
0: crazy by the end of the yes, movie. Like, he's, like,
1: he's like shaking down kids. They're like, you can't come in here. And he's like shaking mm-hmm. down kids. For the Yo, at one point
0: he, he goes, just, look at what you people made
1: me do yes, to the adults. Yes, like, exactly.
2: He's like,
1: <laughs> he, he also is like, he is mad by the end because he's exactly. running around as they're locked in with no power yep. with kids blowing up their cars. He's running around going, everything's under control. Everything's like, no, it's not. No, dude, and he feels not. so
2: out of control. And I think that storyline's done so well. at the beginning, yeah. he's just kind of like, all right, kids, like get out of here. But by the end of the movie, he's like, literally gone mad yeah Yeah. and i think that's done so well to show like this one man's been like trying to take care of this singular problem and he's been doing it the wrong way Mm. and then i think like flipping that at the town hall meeting when they come at the counselor Mm -hmm. and she's pretty much they're like well you've done nothing you've done nothing she's like well i'm one person she's
0: also like i'm the only one who's actually been listening to exactly
2: so it's like it's almost like they're trying to grab the slippery fish so like when Anytime you try to control just a kid's behavior, you're going to get backlash because sure. you're not asking them what's wrong. And she was pretty much like, you're not asking these kids what they're feeling. You're just trying to control behavior. So the police officer shows the how what happens when you just try to control the behavior. And she's saying, like, I'm the only one here trying.
1: And and no one really listens to women at that point. which yes. is really tough Yeah. Cause like I, at one point in the movie. The dad has like the businessman friend over. Carl had just gotten beaten up, so she's literally babysitting uh-huh. two adult men and her child. The dad's yep. downstairs screaming like, "Carol or Glenda, like, yeah. like whatever her mm-hmm. name is." He's just like screaming for her help. She's trying to like. There's a really heartwarming moment where like Carl has a black eye and he's like, "Yeah, they took my four bucks." She's like, "Here's five for combat pay," and then it's yeah. immediately ripped away by her. The, her husband, her mm-hmm. shitty husband downstairs, being like, "I have something I need now too." It's like, yeah, yeah it's absolutely. It's just so tough. It's such a weird time. <laughs>
2: Which is interesting that you say that because, one, the counselor ends up saving the day with the phone call, right? But right. Th- silently and voiceless. Mm-hmm. And two, um, Carl's the only one who's actually decent to a woman in this yeah. movie. Where he's True. actually likes this girl for who she is and... Not just because, because it like with Richie, he's just like jumping on every woman he sees. He doesn't care.
0: Well, every other kid makes fun of this girl too. That she's a stoner, like the typical. She's a stoner. She's a slut. She's dumb. You don't want to be with her. And Carl like gives her the chance, and it's like, no, she's fine. She's nice and Mm -hmm. kind, and like.
1: And everybody else is biting into beer cans and spitting around the. (laughs) So that's what
0: I wanted to bring up. What was going on at this time? That so. Kind of a connection here in Platoon. Kevin Dillon yes. does that. Same he move. bites off. He bites a beer can in and half spits it. and spits it out. And then a kid does that in this. Cool movie. party trick. Is
1: <laughs> it? Is it? <laughs> I don't <It's> weird. know. <laughs> um, um, I want to shout out my boy, uh, Tony Ledger, the best boy grip. Oh, mm-hmm. shout out Tony Ledger. Shout out Tony Ledger. Um, and then I want to shout out the people at the end who <laughs> who like don't go to jail.
2: Oh, I know. I don't get <laughs> oh, I was they ran
1: so, so confused the kids. by that. They round up all the kids and send them to the hill except Johnny, like the drug kid, uh, yeah. who's like the kid yeah, who's who selling drugs acid, and taking drugs the whole time. Yeah. Johnny, who's like the oh, mute tip. kid. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, What's her name? Corey.
2: Cor- yeah.
1: Who's just like, she almost shot yeah. Carl actually at one point by accident, which yeah. is just like...
0: I was confused by that, too. Who's too. going and who it, isn't yeah. going? Like, why did I they think it's him who him. they rounded up at that, like, protest outside of How the school. How did they round him up? There were hundreds
1: of kids. The two cops were locked inside. <laughs> yeah. And also
2: the fact that, like, um, Johnny was literally, like, roaming the halls. Johnny rocks, man. But so what, yeah, he was sick. His yellow glasses. One, <laughs> more, on.
0: one more issue, though. I do have a, another kind of spoiler here is at one point... When they, when they uh, sober, so Sergeant Doberman gets a hold of Carl after the protest and is driving him away. And then another kid shoots Sergeant Doberman with a shotgun, like point blank.
1: There's like a shot in the beginning where they're shooting BB guns. Yeah, it's like foreshadowing. But
0: he actually kills him in this. Mm -hmm. Sergeant Doberman? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he gets blown he gets shot with oh. a shotgun. Yeah, that's <laughs> a real shotgun he shoots at the end. And, I guess like, I blacked out for that. Part. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and and then he
2: drives into the rec center. But that kid, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, that right.
0: kid is mm-hmm. then on the bus to juvenile detention. Like, that's all he's going to get for that's shooting get. a police <laughs> officer. The same as, like, lighting a fire. But also, in a they,
2: they don't know who shot him.
0: Uh, they don't have a clue that the kid who shot him with a BB gun in the beginning of the movie was I the don't one think
2: they know. I think there's so much chaos and there's so many children, they can't That's really pick on who maybe, shot him. Maybe, yeah. It more, yes. on my
1: word. It's got to be tough to track down. You probably know what kids were there. Especially yeah. Kid. yeah,
2: especially as the only witness died. Yeah. Like, they don't know. I don't know.
0: Um, they did pick on Sergeant Doberman a lot, and I love the one line when Sergeant Doberman approaches them and is like, do you know why I'm here? And they're like, yeah, we heard you were horny. <laughs> I was <laughs> like that. And I think Matt Dillon delivers that line. I was yeah. like, that's such a good one. Yeah, There's also
1: a line where he says something like... Um, uh, never mind. Screw it. The way he walks—it <laughs> it has a bad word in.
2: <laughs> the way he walks just like cracks me up. He's so like animated Who, Matt and like Dylan? bouncy oh, my and like—he's just like a straight up m- human muppet in this movie. He's like a
1: New York mobster in a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's music. so
2: <laughs> funny. Uh,
1: the outro music was supposed to be "Baba O'Reilly" by The Who, but it was way too expensive, and the movie had like a. Oh,
0: that would have been so. a perfect one, though. Would have
1: been perfect. I bet The Who wishes in retrospect that they would have
2: yeah, done it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it would have been
0: the biggest thing they've ever done. <laughs> um, but yeah, yo, this is a sleeper movie for sure. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like, this is a movie that gets lost, but like, I don't. I guess I don't know why. Because like, I just
1: don't think it had much of a time. It didn't have much of a chance. It was yeah. like, a small movie. was in small theaters for a very short time, and now it's culty. But like, it doesn't really. Yeah. Well, and
2: also it's like, not spoken about it. Yeah, that's true. Not a ton happens, so I think that doesn't like that sometimes happens where it's like misunderstood. There's not a lot
0: of star power in it though either. Like who else is
2: in this movie? Yeah, didn't turn a lot of these movies that usually become bigger like turn people into celebrities. And This Mm -hmm. one doesn't have that really. I mean, I think
1: this movie got Matt Dillon several, several, several movies throughout the '80s. But yeah, that's really really really. it.
2: Yeah. But also like, like you said this earlier too, where it's like it almost feels like a documentary.
1: It feels very real. Yeah.
2: And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. that's like off-putting to people too. Is like how real this movie feels.
1: I wonder if they're afraid it's going to cause a riot. Among oh, the absolutely. Teams. The way the
0: Joker did. <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. Um, cool. So <laughs> we walked through that one. Feel pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. Let's go around give a one to two word review of it. It could be or more than feeling.
2: two. Yeah, let's keep it short.
0: This is how we rate mu- movies now.
2: <laughs> I don't know what to say yet.
0: I'm going to say uh, school's out. <laughs>
2: Interesting, I don't know yet. Mikey, you go.
1: I'll say uh, youth. Oh,
2: I'm gonna say oh yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> While you're school's out, smoking oh, on yeah. your spliff. <laughs>
2: Interesting.
1: Nice. <laughs>
0: um, cool. So we are in between movies. How are we feeling?
2: Sassy. Oh, we're
0: feeling sassy. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, also feeling pretty sassy. Okay,
0: cool, cool. Um, I don't know if I'm feeling sassy, but I am feeling inquisitive. I'm feeling curious. I'm feeling everything in those regards. So I'm going to ask you one question and one question only. (laughs) What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height?
1: What's your weight? Your host match your decay. What's your height? What's your way? Will they get it wrong? Or will they get it right? What's your height? Yeah, fuck that other What's your way?
2: Alright. So today we're doing the freaking works. <laughs> Yes, we are. So Mike said that he's five five a <laughs> hundred and thirty five pounds. Um birthday three eleven.
1: Three one sixty
2: five. Oh three, one, Oh, it's his birthday. Three one 65. Um his shoe is nine and a half, his peen is
1: underage.
2: Underage, thank you. Um, his sign is is there a turtle one <laughs> and I did this for childhood badass Matt Dillon
1: Nice, so there's no way of proving it, but i'm right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yo, honestly, you're probably right That's like average <laughs> <was> 14 <laughs> 15 year old kid. You're <laughs> still growing. Yeah,
2: I get it now
0: I went adult. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, jordan did adult version probably much safer 6'1, well, one, 172 pounds, 11 foot foot. <laughs> um, 11 fi- foot. Oh, it says f- the abbreviation, then actually foot. Uh, you know what I mean. So so 11 foot foot, foot foot.
0: His feet are
3: 11. <laughs>
2: 11 foot. Oh, they're 11 years old. Um, 55 years old, and he, he's a cancer. That's a crab. His penis was great when he was young, but as he got older, eh. Um,
1: That's sad. 18 plus, 18 plus. This is a good time for our Blue Chew sponsorship. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so he is draw around the head, six one. Nice. Um, In
1: '79, though, he was five five. Probably. <laughs> no way to know.
2: No way to know. Um, he's 181 pounds. His shoe size is twelve. And he was born February eighteenth, nineteen sixty four, which makes him fifty-two years old. So Mike, you're really close. No, it doesn't. That's older. Uh sixty-four. He was
1: born in sixty four? Yeah. Be fifty-five,
2: yeah. Oh, so he's older? Yeah. He's fifty-five years old. Yeah. So Jordan, you got that exactly. Mike, you're real close.
1: That's close birthday wise, I guess, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's an Aquarius. Is that a turtle one? <laughs> it's water, right?
1: Yeah. Sure. Glug What about his peen?
2: His peen is on him. And he was born in Mamaronic, New York. Oh,
0: New York. Yeah, he's definitely a New York guy.
2: Um, he's the second of six kids. He was he's from a Close-knit Roman cla- Catholic family.
1: Mm, same. Same.
2: Yes. Um, his dad was a portrait painter. So he, like I guess he painted people for a living.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly sounds like it. But he had another job too. To, I don't remember what it is though. It's not as cool. Um, <laughs> he didn't paint on people, I don't think. To be clear. Um, So like we said, he was 14 and over the edge. Um, He got the role of Benjamin Franklin in his school play in fourth grade. Uh Respect. Um, He collects French and American antiques. And he's the co-owner of two New York hotspots. A whiskey bar in the Paramount Hotel and the Falls Restaurant.
1: Their names could use some work. <laughs> yes, there's not a lot. A on whiskey him. bar in. Oh, he stopped smoking cigarettes in 1996. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Shout out uh, Chantix, <laughs> Ray Liotta.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you have more facts, lay them out right now. No, that's it. Oh. That's all I got. He seems like a
1: bit of a private person.
2: I mean, he comes from a very close knit Catholic family, so That's true. That's true. They
1: keep it close to the vest, mm-hmm. close to the Vatican.
2: Close to the Vatican, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, nice. Um, Do you guys like Matt Dillon?
2: I'm he's fine. <sighs> he's
1: he's all right. Damn it! <laughs> I was trying to win you over with this one. We watched Rumble Fish. I thought that <laughs> thought that'd get you.
0: Yo, honestly, what well, I I'm struggling because I think he's he's in better movies and he's like. Better actor when he's younger, yeah. But I like him more when he's older. Like I, I don't know. I, I know that yeah, sounds you guys, strange. But
1: as we watched Rumble Fish, you guys really got down with motorcycle yeah I instead love of motor- Rusty James. No,
2: I'm motorcycle boy all the way. So
0: here's the thing. I think Matt Dillon does a really good job with that character. I think that character just,
2: yeah. So I is know dumb i know exactly what you're saying he acts better when he was a child but he plays unlikable characters yeah that's when he's an adult he he plays more likable characters but he's not as good
1: yeah
0: yeah but i guess what we're saying is like you like greasers and i don't i love them i want somebody who's got
1: a pack of cigarettes rolled up in their shirt who's gonna threaten to kick my ass who's gonna call me some slurs (laughs) that's my kind of friend is that your kink (laughs) yeah motorcycle uh, boy
2: was more my thing
1: motorcycle boy I can't actually hear sometimes, and everything goes colorblind.
0: <laughs> Yo, I will say, out of all three of these movies, though, uh, <laughs> Rumble Fish was my favorite. Same.
1: That one like, scene, by far. Well, uh, every scene, I guess, but like the one where he's floating. Yeah, And lot Just scene. the colors of the the beta yeah. fish. It's like there's so many cool little quirks in that movie. It's great.
2: Yeah. I love when he's floating. That
0: movie's v dope. Trying to do Francis Ford Coppola episode Ooh, that'd upcoming, be cool. so maybe you know maybe we'll dive into it a little more then um but because he's private we didn't get we didn't get much with the height weight i'm gonna i'm gonna you know let's poke around his love life cue the music
3: All
1: right. How much time you got?
2: Okay, oh, no. is through. it a
1: long it's list? It's a long one. Yeah, I, we I, haven't had a long one in a while. I feel like,
2: Bailey also skips some. I feel like
1: he usually does an abridged version, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to no.
0: I want to make this clear. This isn't Bailey's file. These are your own files
1: on oh, yeah. Matt Dillon. Okay, I did cool. I did extensive research. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so going way back, Ellen Barkin, mm-hmm. actress.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, And then Carol Mallory. Don't really know her. Don't know Karen Campbell don't know Sika, but she dated uh S-E-K-A. She dated um the comedian that yells a lot from the 80s. Sam, Sam Kinison? She dated Sam yeah, Kinison, so that gives you an idea. Elisa Jordana, Sonia Morgan. What
0: years are we in here?
1: These are all ambiguous, but I'm assuming they're older. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're getting into some years here, though. 80 to 81, Brooke Shields. Oh, oh all right. damn. 88 to 89, Heather Graham. Whoa, Whoa. nice.
2: Damn, he's... <laughs>
1: 95 to 98 Cameron Diaz Whoa, oh, cool. I love that, that one
2: makes sense to me
0: that's that's the there's something about Mary years. we don't know the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh,
1: this one's only rumored but I love it and I want I want it to be a forever thing 2006 Eliza Dushku Ooh, Ooh I love I that. love that one. I love the douche yeah I love the douche too um 11 I don't know who this is she's very young looking in this photo and it concerns me 2009. Hallie Eisenberg. Ooh, that's oh, that's really God concerning. Damn but look at his photo of this. It's okay. <laughs> um, and then you last... can't okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I need to say for what the listeners might do. I'll screen cap it. It's rumored. It's rumored.
0: <laughs> he pulled up a picture of Matt Dillon when he was younger and said, hey, but look at this picture.
1: It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll send these to you What's guys. You can tweet name them in? out. Uh, Hallie Eisenberg. Um, and then lastly in 2014, um, Roberta Mastro oh Can we get a pic? Okay. <laughs>
2: so, Haley That's Eisenberg. That's just a screenshot
1: of a movie they were in.
0: <laughs>
2: Haley Eisenberg is currently twenty-seven years old.
1: Okay, Oof. and he's fifty-five.
2: And cool. she was the Pepsi girl, if you remember her now.
1: Oh my God! Oh yeah! Wow! Wow! Uh, Two thousand nine, they dated. So she's how old? She's
2: twenty-seven.
1: <laughs> should have been 17. Uh, so <laughs> it's a rumor. It's a rumor. But here at Film Friends,
0: we take rumors as true oh as well. That's that's a problem. So,
2: oh, she is Jesse Eisenberg's sister?
1: Oh, interesting.
0: That's kind of cool. Um, well, you know what? I don't know if his love life made me like a more or like oh. a less. Yeah. It's it's about on par.
1: He definitely had some pull.
0: Yo, he pulled in the like eighties and nineties. You couldn't stop him from pulling.
1: Well, I Mrs., Ms. Master Michelle, I don't know. They that yeah. looked pretty serious to me. It said long term, so
0: um So he's not married? Has he ever been married? I should check my dude. Your files? I should check my sources. What's up with your files? This is so
2: disturbing. There they are together.
0: Your files have him dating a seventeen-year-old. Well, there's a picture
2: of them together right here. His family
0: just
1: says that he's got a brother, Kevin Dillon. (laughs) (laughs) It also says he had a four-month relationship with actress actress Peyton Moyer. I want
2: you Mm -hmm. to see how good this photo is of him and Eliza.
1: Can you send that to me, please?
2: I'm
0: gonna make it my background. background.
1: They look so happy. Two I film what friends,
0: kissing. Nothing gets better than that. What were your douche movies? Oh, gosh. The one was horrible. Eloise. It was about this haunted, insane <laughs> asylum. It was But you didn't awful. do the new guy. We um, did bring do, it on. Did bring it on. Uh-huh. I voted for the new guy. No, Here's the thing. No. I wanted to do Wrong Turn, and I got <sighs> shut down.
1: But See, we love the douche. Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm. but hey, this isn't the douche episode. If you're interested in the douche <laughs> check out our eliza douchego episode. episode uh, Probably about 10 15 ago um, but on To the next one and boy. Oh boy Is this a doozy we'll make it brief
2: <laughs> oh, it's a doozy
0: and What year did this movie come 2018 out? we're talking about the 2018 which is kind of cool because we reviewed Over the Edge, which was his first movie, and... <laughs> and this will be his last. it <laughs> will never work in this town No, I checked. He He's in two after this. Yeah. One's in post-production.
1: I wanted to do a movie called uh, Golden Gate with Joan Chen, mm-hmm. who is Josie Packard from Twin Peaks. Ooh. That movie doesn't exist anywhere. It's really hard to yeah. find. <laughs> so um, we did Head Full of Honey.
0: So we did the 2018 masterpiece, and it hurts me, pains me to say masterpiece, but... 2018, head full of honey. Mike, take it away.
1: Head full of honey. Nick Nolte's name is Amadeus. (laughs) (laughs) He parades around Europe with his German schoolboy-looking granddaughter, whose name escapes me. Um, Tilda. Matilda. Tilda. I think it's Nick Nolte's daughter. In real life? Yeah. Ooh. Um, they have a confusing time <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. straight up and you know who else has a confusing time the viewer
1: of this <laughs> yeah, movie <laughs> dude i mean from the get-go it's meant to be confusing because it starts off that they're on a train and he is you kind of understand he has dementia The granddaughter is like, oh, shit, he left. And then she has to pull the train. Like, she's caring for him. You don't know why. And then they Tarantino with their
2: Even before that, there is the telltale sign of a bad movie. Narration right out the gate.
1: Dude, the narration is... It's just her reading off of a piece of paper. Like, super fast. So It's
0: like at 1.5 speed. So So the most jarring... And I'm not going to... I don't say this lightly. This might be... Like, the worst edited
1: movie that we've ever reviewed. Yeah, it's horrible. It's funny. Jay kept saying, he came in as I was watching, like, the end of it. And he was just like, oh, at least it looks kind of good. Like, it looks nice. I was like. Ooh, it's I it like oh, it's Oh, So, so much saturation. Yeah.
0: But, like, no like no joke. The, the edits are so fast.
2: It's, like, literally less it than a second. It was making
0: me sick. I even texted Mike at one point. I was like, this is making me sick. I can't. It was uh, like doing things to my eyeballs. I couldn't take it. And now the little backstory in this movie, the guy, Stieglitz from (laughs) Inglorious Bastards, uh, Till Mm Schweiger, Schweiger? Schweiger. Schweiger? Schweiger. who's like a German director, writer, and also an actor. Um, He directed this movie, a German version of it, originally, and it was like huge hit. Biggest movie of the year, 2014, Yeah. yeah. Huge hit so then <laughs> he like, make an
1: english version
0: yeah instead
2: of just dubbing it so then make it he english.
0: directed the american the u.s version and it just it's awful it's like really there's a, there's no way around it i think and i do want to say one thing and i know i might get a little opposition here but i don't think the acting is horrible I, think I don't Matt Dillon exactly. Yeah, I, think- I don't think they have a chance because we have Matt Dillon who's like doing what he can do. I love Emily I think Mortimer. He's fine in this. Yeah, I think I,
2: everyone's fine in this. I, I think, think
1: Nick Nolte is particularly bad in this. He's
0: going for it, <laughs> he, about- and he has
1: to. But he's so his voice is so grating and gravelly. I feel like he and Bruce Dern are just stuck into playing senile old men characters mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but it's just like. I think his acting and his like choices he makes are pretty bad. The eye lines are all wrong. Like, like there are parts where like the girls all tensed up, and then they cut back through, and she's like slumped yeah. down. It's like it's just like they didn't well, get that's the, the editing's editing
2: right. horribleness. I think the editing's really bad. I think the way I don't know if it was like the way it was translated from German to you know English, but the dialogue's rough.
1: And I just don't even know what kind of movie they were going for. Like Correct. it's not an it's airplane like, movie. It's not like a family, like lighthearted movie. It's not it's like the closest thing I could think of is like a Gary Marshall movie. Like yeah. Yeah, I like don't know what they're a, trying to
2: do. It, it doesn't seen. have a
0: message. Like it has so the, too many messages. The movies about Alzheimer's and like a family coming to grips with their their grandpa and their father, you know, doing it. But what irks me so bad is it's so obvious this guy has Alzheimer's and or dementia or something. And they just ignore that fact and they just think, oh, he's like, forgetful. well, I think that's part
2: of it, is like the denial piece of it.
0: I understand the denial, but it is this guy is doing things that is like
1: he's like pissing in the in the, in the So I feel
2: like part of this movie, and that's the thing,
1: they were so heightened, they were so escalated mm-hmm. that it so, felt unreal. It felt like a fever dream. Like some of the yes. lines, he like makes a Dirk Nowitzki joke that doesn't make any sense. He makes a Trump joke. Yeah, there's doesn't a make lot of sense. weird Trump. Yeah, there's a lot of like,
2: political messages in this movie. He
1: says something like what did you pitch this time? Your boobs or yeah. <laughs> your boobs, your ass? It was like, they're so weird. Like yeah, It when he felt foreign language. Yes,
2: absolutely. There was a lot of weird boundaries that were crossed in this movie that yeah. shouldn't have been crossed. Well,
0: he's groping every woman that he gets he's, a chance. He
2: kisses like, and... like photographs of his husband's wife where he's like...
1: I bet he was a terrible husband. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has yeah. to have been.
2: Well, he says that he was a terrible father. But I do think like one of the weird messages from this movie, which is like, I feel uncomfortable about is the fact that it's like saying that someone with the, someone with Alzheimer's lights up other people's lives kind of like mm-hmm. like makes you feel more like a child mm-hmm. I'm like that's like a really weird message to portray because these are people's lives and they're like kind of suffering mm.
1: well I feel like they were trying for a really sweet thing with him and the granddaughter and the yeah. only the only mo- thing that I like like this is a legitimately terrible movie I feel bad for anyone mm-hmm. that had to review it the only part of the movie that I liked is when the granddaughter was like videotaping him and being like yeah. Yeah. hey grandpa tell me about yourself so, like that was actually a kind of sweet thing but there was no charm they didn't seem like they had any chemistry like yeah all of a sudden she just takes a shine to him and they start mm-hmm. hanging like she's the only one that likes him but
2: well and also but everyone they come up so this becomes a set there's like two movies combined it becomes a transportation movie <laughs> where they get on a train then a truck then they walk then they get in a car then they get in a boat
0: they end up at a convent too yes. in italy and they <laughs>
2: get into hotels but they run across like a lot of like strangers and every single person that nick nolte's character like approaches like is charmed by him yeah everyone is charmed by him except for his son he gets off the train and
1: those two women like wink at him yeah yeah everyone does
2: there's like people who help him out the janitor's into him the woman in the train station who he gives the kissy face to the nuns everyone's just <laughs> loves him. Everyone wants the even the guy in the hotel who loves his joke.
1: Oh his insane joke Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone and, and just like this old man like bebopping around town with this little newsy schoolgirl yeah. like yes. wins the heart of it. it's so Win- crazy.
2: he wins the heart of everyone except for his son and his son's wife and they
1: beat the cops so Yeah, they they're international refugees and they beat the cops. Yes
2: <laughs> Well, they also ran a red light, and the cops just watched him do yeah, it. Yeah, the
0: driving scene, I did not understand why the grand... Like, the granddaughter has sense. She's
2: smart. She's not dumb. And
0: she just well, lets th- okay. him the drive car. The continuity this of that car. was really bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's the thing. They decide between her being, like, this smart, beyond-her-years girl mm-hmm. who can take care of her grandfather, and then when they're at the convent the convent with the nun, she's like what is sex? It's yeah. like, she like, she's like a little, she's like nine or something yeah. like that. She, but then she's wise. Be, like I don't know.
2: She like at the convent, she understands the cucumber joke, yet she doesn't understand like other things. Yeah. She
1: yeah. doesn't understand. She literally thinks that like, she asks the nuns about sex and says the most coolest day of my life. Yeah. And to ask about like going to heaven and stuff. But then she, you're right. She understands a cucumber. She joke. And she has yeah. like the
0: insight to like take videos of him. And mm. she has all this depth to her. Like, I'm going to spend these days with him. Like, being there for him, blah, yeah, blah, blah, no, and key, then she no she'll do, do something, like, right. really dumb. It's like, what is this character? He does there l-
1: were some weird things that felt very fever dreamy of, like, there was a little person, which, cool, inclusivity, but, like, yeah. the little person jokes that they were doing in, like, the moving company yeah. was super yeah, weird. Yeah, although he, he was, was awesome. Yeah, he, he was, was so great. Cool. Really, I thought he was really he cool. He
2: so but. nice to the grandfather.
1: There were just weird things that happened like that, where it was, like, I don't really know what they're doing. Like
2: straight up, when he like does the kissy faces to his husband's wife photo, to when he yeah. squeezes another woman's boob, when he pees in a fridge, uh, he, he puts he a stiletto. Your, your
1: wife is so nice to touch. Yeah, yeah
2: when he puts what he calls the high shoe in the oven.
1: I
0: do have to say, I was a big fan when he was getting in the uh, Civil War regalia. Every, uh, <laughs> like you know, every other sick. scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. At the end, he's sitting on a bench that says amadeus plus margaret like Mm. the worst cgi etching i've ever seen it was was so so shoehorned and that bench was placed
0: on a pier that would have gotten it would have that bench would have gotten removed like within a year or two. like there's no way that's still standing after 40
1: 50 years (laughs) there were two cameos that i thought were really interesting um have you guys ever seen Green Street Hooligans? Mm-hmm. It's not they're, no, they're not cameos. Long time ago, yeah. The the sister Shannon from that movie is in this mm-hmm. movie, she does like the worst British accent I've ever heard. Uh, she's what, like helping him character? in the beginning. I think she's either like a doctor or somebody at the school oh, or gotcha, something. Yeah. And then Eric Roberts is yeah, in Eric it as his oh. doctor. Roberts, yeah. He says, "Your father likes to hide his confusion behind humor, which I find intelligent, very likable." <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a lot of funny things. Yeah,
1: I love that
0: scene though, mm. where like. They basically tricked Nick Nolte's character into going to see the doctor. And the doctor, Eric Roberts, is setting it up as if it's going to be a chit-chat between these two characters. And, like, Nick Nolte's character is basically screaming, I have Alzheimer's, with every yeah. single thing yeah. that he does. And the whole fact that his background is that he was a veterinarian, I thought that was going to come into play.
2: No. Just that he Not likes the all. smell of sheep. And, and then he's come like,
1: that's a, pl- that's a girl. She's like, I don't know, those that- balls, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like <laughs> everything veterinarian. He talks to a bird that's a stuffed bird, and he thinks it's real. Like, yeah. if you're doing, if you're a vet for 40 years of your life,
1: like. There, there were just, they were meant to be like slapsticky, yeah, silly exactly. moments. I, like, again, I don't know if it's for kids or if it's for adults. Either way, it's stupid yeah. and wrong. Um,
0: yeah, this movie is for no one because, and what also sucks is this is such like a, kind of an important it thing is, to yeah. make a, a movie very about. It's a
2: misunderstood population.
0: And it, to make like a really bad movie and put like some weird humor in it is just like. I feel like those jokes make pro-
1: sense for Germans and this probably didn't translate to the English yeah. one. Like, like they probably like, tried to keep a lot of it the same mm-hmm. and didn't like check that Americans don't think that's funny. And like
2: that, a Riva rivadochi love. Yeah.
0: And know. another thing that if we get into like the Matt Dillon and Emily Mortimer storyline like. I don't like they both cheated on each other and we're supposed to feel like
2: bad for either bad them. for them.
0: But then okay we're for them they we're supposed to
2: feel bad more for Matt Dillon's character, which is insane because like they explain the backstory of like the cheating where it's like he like has a straight up affair with his secretary mm-hmm. and they have to move country because he's so like involved with his secretary and she kisses her boss at a holiday party. Like, I don't think that's like comparable and i also think that she's given so much heat for it and he's given none yeah which is but
1: wild the, the wife is made to be the bad guy the whole yeah. time she yeah. doesn't like the, gr- the grandfather she's very hard on him until she finally warms up to him and then by that time he's gone so i feel like she's made to be the bad guy yeah which
2: is interesting because she's the only one like trying to take care of him where her husband who's actually the son is the just in denial. in
0: denial yeah but there are some moments between matt Dillon and nick nolte like on the beach there are some moments that i really really like between them
1: yeah for sure, and there are like moments. <laughs> I don't know. They're bu- the parents are both busy business people or something like they're that. Then all the of a sudden, wealthiest they're wealthiest on the people. Right. their house is a museum. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden they have all this free time and they're hanging out with the grandfather I and they, they, I don't know. It felt really, really weird. They've,
2: they also spent so much money, the daughter and the grandfather, and they just oh. didn't even register the fact we that were, they dropped like $10,000 We were talking about excursion.
1: the train from London to Venice was 6,800 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I looked yes. it up. It's like nowhere yeah. near. It's well, like, did you it's see like the
2: train that they were less. in? way
1: less. Yeah, it's true, I <laughs> guess, but.
2: They were in some fancy ass train.
1: Did the granddaughter remind you of Willa at all? Yes, oh my that's my what I Oh my God, we
0: said that too. That's funny that's uh, for um, it's hyper
1: specific um,
2: so my thing my, my two favorite parts of the movie is one where he explains what an asshat is which, i don't even
1: remember that yeah.
2: and when they the nuns drop them off at the boat and he gives her her own potato
1: i don't even remember that either there is
0: a moment <laughs> so he cracks this really inappropriate nun joke and like it's a nun <sighs> masturbation joke about two cucumbers while the nuns are driving them down the hill, they make a sharp turn and what falls off the back of their truck but two cucumbers. Oh, God. And I might be the Keen only person eye. on the planet <laughs> to notice that. Yeah, because there was
2: probably 64 other edit shots <laughs> yeah. in the in the 30 seconds before that. There were also
1: some really weird scenes. There was a scene at the... So, like... They go to this hotel or whatever. Mm. They both wait. It's uh, when I say they, I mean Amadeus and his granddaughter. And Who they sleep
2: both, in a full size bed together. They sleep
1: in a full size bed together and they wake up and they have that look like when couples have just had sex oh, in I movie. And they're I like know. sighing and smiling. And it, w- it felt really fucking Yo, crazy. he
0: sleeps in a bed with many people in this movie. Mm. It's he's
2: also crazy. a big person. So can we just
0: talk a little bit about what happened to Nick Nolte? <laughs> like, like, he looks
1: strange. Oh, I think he's, he's like. On the verge of death No. Uh, is he? How old I don't is know. he? He might be a 300 oh. <laughs> Give <laughs> or no, take I feel like there's like The Nick Nolte uh, And Oh fuck Who's the other guy? Gary Busey I feel like they're uh, like I kind of get them mixed up They're I mean. like kindred spirits yeah. Or something But yeah. they're both Looking rough
0: Although Nick Nolte In uh, the We don't talk about TV But uh, in The Mandalorian His character kills it
2: yeah, he's just a voice, though,
3: I think, of that character right now. He's like, Scooby Doo? Yo, the
0: voice in The Mandalorian fits. It's great. It was grating it was in this movie.
1: But in this movie, at the end, they get back and they meet their parents in the most convenient manner of all time. And then they get back <laughs> and know. they start having the most normal life. The parents, all of a sudden, like, time passes. The parents have another kid, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. Reconciled. And, like, enough time passes. But, like, Nick Nolte has been so close to death and he's so senile for so long he lives for like several several more years they get
2: like a dog it's crazy it's nuts but
1: then he eventually passes away that's when all the crazy ass narration starts happening yeah. and the granddaughter is at the funeral but she's like over there laying with sheep and can't be bothered i feel like it's almost like she's she's having a break she can't like yeah. it's her inability to deal with her grandfather's death yeah and it's As her he
2: says um you are my principessa
1: yeah her, his <laughs> last words. mm mm-hmm. Um, the terrible soundtrack over the credits Like I, yeah. I, n- This movie was like a true piece of garbage It was like well, a real real hunk what, of junk yeah. A true zero in every respect yeah. And I watched Gotti the night before I watched this so.
2: <laughs> Well and also like This kind of pissed me off I don't know why But his <laughs> wife is buried in America And he went to her grave every single day And they just like forget about her grave And he gets buried in their yard in Europe Like wouldn't they have a plot Europe Yep. Europe. When well, they've had a plot next to his wife, buried her, buried him next to her. I
0: don't know. Plot Are they hole. Gonna tra- <laughs> tran- yeah, plot Going to transport his body over. They know,
2: have so know. much money; they're absolutely could do that. That's I, true.
0: I will say, here at Film Friends, we pride on pride ourselves on trying to find the best in the worst. But
1: I think we found the worst. <laughs> this
0: one. No, I mean like finding good in oh, the bad the best in the and worst. try not to like bash movies as much as it's possible really and celebrate everything but yo, know, this one
1: watch the german movie people seem to like that yeah one. yeah
0: I, i'm not going to
2: <laughs> this one's two hours and 10 minutes long which is also pretty rough. but
0: for matt dylan's sake i'll just say he did what he could with what he was yeah, handed absolutely. like he was fine um
2: they also used the coffee maker we have and like destroyed there's it.
0: weird brand product placement in this movie too. I There's did like not a understand. Mercedes it. Yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. But uh yeah, so film friends not approved. Let's quickly go around and give a one word review.
1: Suck. Blucky. <laughs>
0: uh, v forgetful.
2: Ooh, I'm changing <laughs> mine. Ass hat.
1: From Blucky to Ass hat. Yes. Oh nice. Good change. Um yeah, cool. I, I didn't care for this movie. Uh so
0: Matt Dillon, how are we feeling about him now?
2: He's pretty okay.
1: I think I really like him, actually. I I wish we could have done another younger movie, but yeah. honestly, all those younger movies are pretty good. Yeah. I feel like I would love but to. Hey, do we have a format here. <laughs> I would we love have to
0: abide by it.
2: On my free time, I think I'd like to do like a thing where I just watch a bunch of his, <laughs> watch a bunch of his young movies.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching The Outsiders since I've never seen that. It's great. Same, so I've so never good. seen it either. But besides Dianne that, I mean... Diane Lane
1: in Rumblefish and Diane Lane in The Outsiders. Hubba, hubba.
2: Mm. I, I mean, never saw Diane Lane until I saw fi- Rumblefish. Um,
0: He's also in Crash and he was nominated for an Academy Award in that. Oh, Is I've seen that
2: movie. police officer in that movie?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, I feel yeah. I like yeah. he might be because yeah. I feel like that fits his asshole yeah. role. absolutely. Um, um, but not all cops are assholes, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, think, okay. I thought he plays one in that one. What's that isn't he like an asshole cop though in that movie if he's yeah,
1: the cop a, That's he's what Mike's the saying Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, If you're cold they're cold bring him inside hmm. and I don't think that's what I don't think that's what that's about uh, I want to talk about a previous uh, mm, Film friend you guys had Simbad. Oh yeah, Simba. So I it recently came to my attention that people think that there's a movie called Shazam with Simba in it, Uh, and people call that the Mandela effect. That's just straight up racism. It's Shaq and Kazam. Like it's just pure racism. Hey,
0: if you're interested in that, go back to our episode. We address it.
1: It's with Tay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to it, and maybe that's where I heard about it. (laughs) Yeah. But yo, straight up, it's just that's just racist. It's like someone was trying to defend it, and I was like, No, you're like, it's absolutely just Kazam with Shaq. I don't know what you're Mm -hmm. thinking of, like the genie pants what well, i don't it's yeah. like what Simbad wears in real life yeah yeah i don't know yeah i had to get that off my chest nice. feel much better now. <laughs> okay Good,
0: I'm cool. glad that was my personal coin <laughs> means nice. the
2: truth so
0: um, way to grind your gears right? thank you uh cool well matt Dillon, a-okay in our book let's see more of them in 2020
2: let's see him reprise his younger roles
1: <laughs> <laughs> richie where are they now <laughs> still <Yeah>. dead still <laughs> dead <laughs> Where's Richie's bike now? (laughs)
2: Ooh, I loved that bike. If I could ride one, I'd ride that one.
1: Um
0: (laughs) yeah, cool. Well, Mike, thanks for thanks for filling Bailey's shoes.
1: I could never, but I did my best. Yeah, you did a great job. Thank you. Your
0: synopsis? Oh amazing. Yeah, here's the thing though, no offense, but I might trust Bailey's files on the love life a little more. That's fair. Uh,
1: I wanna say they're identical but (laughs) But I won't. <clears throat> what do you have his f- key to his file cabinet? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Okay. <laughs>
0: cool, cool. Um, but yeah, thanks for thanks, thanks for helping us out, and thanks for bringing Matt Dillon. And honestly, thanks for bringing Rumble Fish. To oh, the table. I do I love Rumble Over I, the I Edge. I must persist. Not bad. Fish.
1: Uh, oh, I watch. love that sentence. In this order, watch. <laughs> I must persist. Watch Rumble Fish. I uh, in order, watch Rumble Fish. Watch Over the Edge, and then watch The Outsiders. Nice childhood badass Matt Dillon. Well, yeah. the trilogy.
0: Uh, Cool, and to all the listeners, we sell t shirts. Check it out; Mm -hmm. they're flying off the shelves like pancakes.
2: Mm. Ew, which have they've
1: been been known to fly off shelves.
2: They've been known to be on shelves.
0: Yep, Um, but if not, you know, rate and review us. It's all the same.
2: Tweet at us hashtag Kate's Tongue,
0: and follow us on Instagram if you haven't. We've been pretty active. We've been we've been trying moving and shaking and rumbling the fish on
1: there so.
2: also happy thanksgiving yeah, also happy
1: thanksgiving listen to the episode next week it's gonna be a real doozy i'm plugging Ooh, yeah. i'm plugging your episode for next week yeah.
0: it's oh, gonna be thank great you. uh excited for every episode every week but ne- i've already started my it's, research for it next sounds week so interesting yeah. we also wait.
2: need to talk about the fact that we need to plug wine and cheese the duo you don't have to but thank you no, we do.
1: You're flat putting your fingers together like an evil villain. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm trying
2: to less close my hands and more open them to create more space in my life.
0: Very cool. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, watch Wine and Cheese. You know what it is. Yeah, At watch this Wine point. and Cheese. You know what it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, That's something I'm grateful for.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful for you guys. And I'm grateful for you. Grateful you. To <laughs>
2: <laughs> so grateful for the grateful dead
0: and with that happy Thanksgiving and we will see you guys next week bye, bye. au revoir
2: Michael Shannon thank you like-